So look, this is a bit awkward. I got a flu jab this morning. In the middle of the flu jab crisis, I got a flu jab this morning. And what makes it even more awkward is that I never even asked for it. It was offered to me. And this does not bode well for the narrative that the government lost 700,000 vaccinations and the whole thing is a big old flop. And here's the story of what happened to me. Last week, I got a text from my medical centre out of the blue telling me that I was eligible for a funded jab and would I like to come in at 9.50 on a Monday morning? And I phoned the centre and I said, yeah, sure, of course I will. And then I said, hey, um, why am I getting a funded flu jab? I mean, have I suddenly become old and elderly and frail and immunocompromised? <laughs> Which made Amanda, the receptionist, laugh. Uh, I thought it might have been some sort of mistake. Amanda had no idea. Anyway, I took up the offer, after all, because just like Damien Grant taking up a wage subsidy he doesn't need, you don't look a gift vaccination in the mouth. So I turned up this morning and found out that the reason I got offered the vaccination was because, remember last year? I had cancer and I had surgery last year. So my immune systems had a bit of a slapping around. And so uh, the practice had looked through its records and determined that I was perhaps vulnerable. Uh, they've, in fact, looked through all their records of all their patients and, dis and determined the perceived vulnerable, made an order quite early in the piece, and then the jabs came through. The first load of jabs came through a bit slowly. They were a bit disappointed by that. But since then, everything's been tickety-boo and fine. And to give you a perspective, this medical centre had identified and administered the vaccinations to, wait for it, 12,000 clients. So I thought, this is a bit at odds with the narrative, isn't it? I asked my nurse if the government had lost half a million jabs. She went, no. She said, and she reckons, DHBs and their distribution networks, just some aren't as good as others. Some are great. Mine apparently is great. Others are bad. Welcome to postcode medical care. There's also some argy-bargy with pharmacists because they don't have the sorts of records that medical centres have. And so their demand varies and sometimes they get delayed. But if it's the fault of DHBs, individual DHBs, the 20, 21 of them or whatever we've got and their 20 or 21 different distribution systems, 20 or 21 different computer systems, it must be so frustrating as a government to be constantly disappointed by the civil servants who are working at the ground level. So Jacinda and Ashley were saying at the top, we've got loads of uh, flu jab jabs. Some were saying, we're not seeing them. Why is that? And they were going, I don't know. And it's because somebody right at the bottom of the pile was actually a little bit rubbish. It's much like how the police failed to check up on all the self-isolated inside three days. The people at the top were saying it. The police were saying we can do it. But then they didn't. And speaking of the police... The question has been asked whether they had the legal power to enforce the lockdown and the closure of businesses after a leak of an email from the Deputy Police Commissioner that showed that the police were concerned about their legality. It's also a question that I saw Simon Bridges putting to Commissioner Andy Costa last week in the Pandemic Response Committee. He actually never got an answer to it. And the reason being is that Costa ran rings around him. Costa is a lawyer. He's a pretty good one too. And Bridges just never got the right question together. But anyway, if the emails are correct... It doesn't look so. It appears Ashley Bloomfield used the wrong act to issue the specific regulations using the Health Act when he should have probably have used the Self-Defense Emergency Management Act. And I have been wondering 
Well, Ashley announced three different revisions of the Section 71 at the Ashley and Jacinda show. It turns out, I think, he was floundering around trying to get the law right. And I just find that amazing. St. Ashley Bloomfield didn't know how to legally enforce the lockdown he, uh, he had ordered. You would have thought that would have been sorted out decades ago, that the law would have been ready to go at a moment's notice. It's called having a pandemic plan. And so you get the feeling that the Department of Health was making it up as they went along. And we all know that's not good enough. There will have to be an inquiry one day and a very hard look at our health civil servants to figure out how they got the very basic things wrong. And again, it must be so frustrating as a government to be constantly disappointed by the civil servants at ground level. So the big question about that, though, is did the police break the law enforcing the lockdown? It doesn't look so because it seems like they just didn't enforce it for two weeks until it was fixed. The phrase here is non-coercive community policing powers. In other words, they just asked us to shut the country down very nicely and being good and polite Kiwis, we just did so they didn't have to arrest anybody. It's incredible, really.